Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And this is Bob Siegel. So, you consider yourself too intelligent to accept the biblical God. You think that those who follow God are doing it by blind faith and are doing it out of gullibility? You think they've perhaps been brainwashed? Well, my friend, I haven't been brainwashed. I'm not gullible, and I accept the existence of God. As a matter of fact, what I'd like to do today is turn the tables. There's an old and very popular saying. It goes like this. When a person stops believing in God, he'll start believing in anything. Isn't that interesting? Those of us that believe in God are the ones always accused of accepting anything. This statement calls the opposite into account. When a man stops believing in God, he'll start believing in anything. Now that phrase is frequently associated with well-known Christian apologist G.K. Chesterton. He didn't actually coin the phrase. The phrase predates him, but he made it famous and he deserves credit for using it. It's really a very profound statement when we stop to think about it. When a person stops believing in God, he'll start believing in anything. Now, we need to define some terms. Chesterton, of course, being a Christian apologist, when he talked about God, he meant the biblical God. There are all kinds of beliefs in God. There's pantheism, the belief that God and the universe are one and the same. Those are not the kinds of gods that Chesterton was talking about. He wasn't talking about Canaanite gods. He wasn't talking about tree gods. He wasn't talking about some giant vegetable god. He meant the one and only true God of the universe, which he associated as the God who had revealed himself generation after generation through Scripture. Yes, there are a lot of different views of God, and many of the people that accuse Christians of being stupid have some other kind of belief in deity. Others are agnostics or atheists. But my point is, when I say God from here on out in this talk, we're referring to the biblical God. That's what Chesterton was talking about. And as I said, this statement turns the tables on those who would claim Christians are gullible for believing in the Bible and believe in its many claims, such as miracles. Now, on a lot of previous radio shows, I've responded to the arrogant name-calling directed at Bible believers. I've talked about the Bible's verification, how it's corroborated by archaeology, corroborated by other history of its time, the fulfilled prophecy. I've even challenged those who would call miracles, pointing out that in the fields of science, in the history of science, what we often thought was impossible became possible. I've used the analogy of somebody several hundred years ago looking at you talking on your cell phone or looking at an airplane or a television set. Things that would have looked miraculous to them. We understand that it's scientific data that's just been harnessed that they didn't know about. And we take it for granted that a thousand years in the future, human beings will do things that if we could look ahead and see it, we would have no idea how they did it. We think of it as miraculous. But it wouldn't be miraculous. We assume they're using some kind of science to do it. Well, the God who created all scientific law can do these things right now. So the word miracle in the Bible is not equated with magic. It's just something that we don't yet understand and God does. But I've gone into that in a lot of detail before. Today, we're going to go another place. Yes, I do accept God. In fact, it's more than a belief. The Bible promises that we can encounter God. It goes beyond belief. It gets into facts. It gets into knowledge. So yes, I more than believe in God. And now let me tell you what I don't believe. Let me talk 
talk about ideas that make sense to so many, that are embraced today by so many, who smugly pat themselves on the back for being too intelligent to ever become brainwashed regarding the God of the Bible. For example, I do not believe a man should join a woman's swim team simply because he claims to be a woman or that he should be allowed to undress in the same locker room. And I certainly don't believe that parents who complain about it at PTA meetings should be called terrorists by our own government. You talk about science, you talk about facts. Is there anything more scientifically verifiable than the difference between a man and a woman? I mean, we're not just talking about appearance. We're getting into biology, physiology genetics and just because somebody says he identifies as a woman we're supposed to throw all that out and where is it going to stop you can identify with anything just imagine some student going up to his professor and saying sir i know you flunked me but i identify as being an a student i look at that f and i think you should call it an a because that's how i identify how about a criminal found guilty in court your honor i identify as being innocent in my heart i believe i'm innocent and what goes on in my heart that's all that matters who are you to judge me. Frankly, my friends, there are people today that are identifying as animals. So you think you're really a bird? Are you going to climb up to the top of a skyscraper or a cliff and jump and flap your arms? You know what's going to happen? You're going to be dead. It's not going to matter how you identify because facts are facts. And when they aren't facts, I don't identify with them. That's on the list of things I don't believe. Yes, I believe in God. I don't believe that nonsense. Neither do I believe that anybody who is against abortion should be called a Nazi, especially when we have abortions in the third trimester, babies that are viable, sometimes babies that were already born, but we have doctors who want to put them to death because it was the intention of the mother to have them aborted, and it was a botched up abortion, and there are those who believe that should be going on, and they're going to accuse those of us that are against that, that care about innocent children, they're going to accuse us of being Nazis when it was the real honest-to-goodness Nazis that exterminated babies and did euthanasia and killed babies just for being Jewish. Let's look at what the real Nazis are doing. I don't believe we should call everybody a Nazi. I do believe we should look at the real Nazis. Speaking of the Nazis, I believe that human life is more important than animal life. But try explaining that to PETA, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Now look, I've had pets, I've had dogs, cats, I love animals, but I'm going to say that I believe human life is more important than animal life. Did you know that a couple of years ago, PETA went on TV complaining that some Palestinian terrorists in Israel had blown up some donkeys? But they had never complained when Palestinian terrorists were blowing up Israeli citizens. PETA also complained that those that raise chickens and put chickens behind cages for the sake of being put to death and then eaten, sold to Kentucky Fried Chicken for a bucket of extra crispy, they compared that to the Holocaust. They put up a picture of imprisoned chickens and they put up a picture of a German concentration camp and it said the new Holocaust. I don't believe we should be as concerned about the life of chickens as the life of people that were mass murdered. I just don't happen to believe that. Call me a romantic.
Oh, and it goes beyond animal life. It goes beyond life. I had a college student tell me that rocks are just as important and valuable as human beings. I said, really? So when you read in the newspapers that some poor woman got raped and you read on the same day that they plan to tear up concrete, you get the same reaction? I just had to use that example so that he could stop and think for a moment about what he was saying. And speaking of rocks and speaking of animals and speaking of plants and speaking of saving the planet, I I don't believe we're going to save the planet from global warming by eating insects. Here's another thing I don't believe. I don't believe we should allow criminals to go into stores and steal merchandise as long as it comes up to $999. I don't believe we should be defunding the police and then complaining about the rise of crime. I don't believe it's racist to say that our country should have borders when the same people that declare America racist for wanting borders will accept the borders in every other country in the world. And the same politicians who speak against our borders here will support borders and funds for borders in the Middle East. I don't believe that when Antifa does violence on a college campus, it should be called freedom of speech. I don't believe that when a conservative wants to just come out and speak, the speech should be called violence. Yes, my friends, there are a lot of ideas being accepted today that would not have been accepted 20 years ago or 10 years ago, or in some cases, even three or four years ago. They're nonsense, but people are marching in lockstep. They're following the beat of the drum. Well, I don't go along with it. There's a lot of nonsense that I simply don't believe, but I do believe in the God of the Bible. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.